0: What does learning look like and feel like?
1: Well, there's the reality of what it is in many classrooms, Mm -hmm. and there then is future state or current state in great classrooms, I think, with great teachers. And I have been uh, taught by some wonderful teachers, and I'm a legacy of that. One thing I'd like to give back is to be a part of a system that inspires teachers Mm. to inspire learners to own their own learning. Hmm. To be the drivers.
0: What does that mean to you to be the driver of your own learning or to own your learning?
1: It's like democracy. It okay. The first philosophy is that democracy is not a spectator sport, right? And neither is learning. So, it is the challenge of communicating to students please don't sit and be, you know, passive uh, consumers of information, uh, policies and ideas. Hmm. There is a time to listen. It's not being passive though. It's active listening. That's what we want to teach. And then it is uh, to involve and turn on the mind of a student Hmm. and always be questioning them. Maybe it's the um, Socratic method, the question and answer method, because it requires participation.
0: Hmm.
1: Why do you think that? What's the problem? What information do you need to know to solve that problem? What information do you come with to start from? Um, who would you go to ask about that? So it's that frame so that they could really of take inquiry. that of inquiries. They can take that in any topic. It's not just content specific, right. like a great teacher in science, or wow, I had a great teacher in math. Wow, completely law, You know, have a hole in English, or if a student can be inspired early on to know that they have to participate, they need to drive, and it is a relationship. But eventually, it's the they're, they have to own their own learning.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say that they didn't get inspired early on. Right. They're further on in their learning career. Um, how do you rekindle that? How do you sort of re-inspire students to own that learning and to and to be that active participant?
1: You can. I think you can turn on at any age.
0: Okay. We've seen it in older people like myself and my <laughs> father,
1: who's 85. That as a wonderful thing about being in education is that we are uh, we keep learning until we leave this planet, right? Mm-hmm. And. So if you didn't get it young, and in some ways I didn't get it young, many of us are products of different systems and different um, cultures that uh, maybe didn't inspire self-inquiry and and having that kind of participatory relationship with education, uh, that we were taught to be dutiful and listen and just do what we are told and obedient. It is a a way of turning on the mind. It also doesn't have to just be from a person. It can be some of the greatest teachers I've had, and uh, I know other learners as well. You might be inspired by a piece of literature, Mm -hmm. something that you read, by technology. Technology can do it. So if you didn't get a great teacher in your own classroom, but you see one, uh, and technology opens the door so that you can, Hmm. I didn't have that uh, when I started uh, in school, but kids do now, and that would be a uh, hope I would have for technology. It's, it's providing great teachers when, uh, and knowledge and information in an area where we can't just put it all on the one person standing up in front of the classroom, can we? Well, I um, loved your there question. Are bad days, and, <laughs> right. and do they have to be a fabulous teacher all the time?
0: How do we use all our resources? You got it.
1: And they can be a great teacher if they also know how to find resources. Yeah. They might be an introvert and know, wow, I'm never going to stand up in front of my students and entertain them, jokes, and. Be popular, but, but I have the same hope that my student owns their learning and is inspired. And if my personality can't do it, I'm going to find materials that are enriching materials and a robust and rich curriculum. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make this environment and use, have the students set up um, classroom structures so that students can use each other to get inspired. When So that it doesn't just have to be teacher led, um, teacher driven. And isn't it when they say, you know, when you teach to learn, mm-hmm. that that's the, re- that teaching is a relationship, learning is a relationship. So maybe for, Are teachers that can take some of the burden off and pressure off and open up their learning as teachers to know that, wow, it includes finding great technology, finding great curriculum, and making an environment in my classroom that's inspiring, that's exciting, and that each student feels like I'm I'm driving. Hmm. Because people tend to support what they
0: themselves create.
1: I know that in my own Say that, mind, that
0: again because I think that's really valuable. You said people tend to support
1: what they themselves create. Uh, I, and maybe I'm projecting because that, that's how I acquire and, and retain knowledge most, is if I am participating in
0: it. Right, you're involved in it. I feel like I
1: designed my lesson. I designed,
0: and I also own how I did on that test. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so when the, the students are co-creating that learning mm-hmm. and are involved in that process, there's a lot more of that ownership and, and, and sort of buy-in for the learning that, and, the, and the environment that's happening there. Um, I think that's really valuable to, to sort of call out and say that we yeah. have. Um, Sort of a, a, a duty to one another, uh, a commitment to one another to say, you know, we don't have to be the everything. That's right. Right. We and and I think I find a lot of times that uh, you know that there are conversations about uh, whether it's teacher burnout or the ways in which um, teachers uh, to say, well, I can't do it all. Right. And so I think what you were saying is, well, you don't have to, right we we are creating those opportunities those environments so that the students are the ones who are really owning that and and taking taking ownership there
1: you know it's that's empowerment Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's also equity
0: say more about that how do you see equity
1: when a teacher empowers a student and listens to their questions allows the student to uh, allows student-centered learning Mm -hmm. Mm First of all, it it empowers a student. It raises the self-esteem. And in my mind, that creates uh, intellectual equity Hmm. so that there isn't the, I own this Mm -hmm. teacher and you please, uh, need to be taught. That uh, is an unequal power um, system. And I don't think it's inspiring. It's been used. A lot in a lot of systems, but um, it's not fun learning. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and we want to we want to do things that have joy. We want to do things. We're drawn to joy. We're drawn mm-hmm. to fun. Um, and that work can be fun. That work can be play. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the, 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 the ideal of the ancients? Right. Um, that if you do work right, that it ought to be you know playing in the Right. And that's what great scientists do and in, inventors. Right. Right? They play with an idea, and and something bothers them enough, but they keep playing with it until they solve. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, where the brilliance
0: happens. Right. If you if you uh, <laughs> if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, right? That's right. Um, and so I feel like you have have really tackled this question and, and, and sort of solved for what learning looks like and, and even feels like. It feels like inspiration, it feels yes. like co-ownership. What should we be asking of ourselves, of one another?
1: I think it's how we can inspire students as self-directed learners. Mm. Uh, um, how, can
0: how can we, we inspire, inspire students to be self-directed learners, to own their learning?
1: We can go, a little inspiration can take student and a teacher, um, and an administrator and a worker. A long, long way.
0: Um,
1: hmm. If they feel like they're a part
0: of something exciting, fun. that they want to be a part you of. You got it. Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of value there in in simply saying what is that? What is yeah. that spark? What is that entry point? What is that one thing that you know, is getting you out of bed in the morning, That's or right. or that you want to want to be a part of? Um,
1: And is it just in classrooms? No, I hope it it (laughs) breaks open uh, classrooms. Mm -hmm. And that we have students who are learning outside of the classroom from the skills they learned in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And then the world is the classroom. Uh, Work is the classroom, the world is the classroom, Uh, what they do on the playground, uh, how they approach music and art and field trips. All of those are
0: part, part of the learning. That's experience. the new
1: in my. That's what I would hope. That's the new classroom,
0: hmm.
1: um, not four walls and desks in a
0: row. Hmm. I think the sort of the the way in which you framed it as, you know, uh, it sort of makes real. Of the idea of a lifelong learner, you know, like we we might say that phrase in education, like we want everyone it's to be a alive. life lifelong learner, right. but it's on every mission statement. Right, and, and how, how? How
1: I want to ask how, and having the same kind of four wall classrooms and the same kind of teaching strategies uh, is not going to get us to people being inspired to want to be lifelong learners. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a it's a analogous. It's teaching teachers uh, to model the kind of behaviors that we want in students. So that means old ones like me have got to be learn open too. and learn new ways of thinking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and recognize that I'm still a learner and share that with students so that when I go into classrooms and go into schools, I'm, a, I'm, I'm there learning also.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that that circle never stops. Uh,
0: that's, that's awesome. That's really great. Thank you so much, I really appreciate it.